Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Outside the Box. My name is Andy. I'm the physician assistant in Johnson City, and here I am again in Bristol with our new provider, not new to medicine, but new to us, Jill, in the Bristol location. We're so excited to have you on the show. Thank again. you. Thank you. Oh, and cheers. I know. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So we've been talking about this since day one of getting back into... Um, a little bit of fun. Not that we've lost fun at performance medicine, but we wanted to bring the drink on. So yeah. we didn't get a chance to talk in Jill's intro video about <clears throat> Jill's history with brewing, with actually brewing beer. Right. So if you're familiar of the Johnson City um, area, there is JRH Brewery, which is now a brewstillery. It's different now. Yes, it is. But mm -hmm. you have a long history um, in the crafting of beer. So yes. we're going to do a little tasting today, which I can't, this feels very much we we're joking earlier that this feels like uh hoda and i said kathy lee gifford which means that i have not watched the show in a really long time it's <laughs> right. hoda and jenna and jenna and yes. you can decide between the two we'll take a polling afterwards who's who in that you know you they're go. drinking the wine and we're going to drink some beer today mm -hmm. so i would love for you to tell us a little bit about your history okay. with jrh you yes. and your husband john yes so my husband john and i started jrh brewing well he was he is the brewer actually so he was a home brewer for years um he's a pa as well but I was a home brewer for a hobby and then just really became more and more interested in opening opening our own brewery so he uh did furthered his education he of course read tons of books and he went through the american brewers guild which was an online course and then he spent um time volunteering in different breweries he did like an internship in some breweries up that in vermont so cool. which was cool oh, in vermont really mm -hmm. yeah that is so cool I and think. so then when we finished that of course we did a lot of research on where you know what kind of equipment to buy what size i mean there's a lot that goes into that of course opening a small business where do we want to be in the tri-cities all those types of things so we finally opened in 2016 and um it was jrh brewing which is actually just named after john's initials i literally was thinking i was like know, johnson right? city railroad house yeah. i was like I, I was making up like I, I everybody did everybody always asks us what does that stand for so we had all kinds of like silly acronyms but <laughs> That's really what it was. And it started because when John entered some competitions um, as a home brewer, he used JRH Brewing and he won some competitions. And so it just kind of stuck and, you know, it, we just went with it. And so it's one of those things like we think about a lot of breweries, a lot of them are really named after the the founders or the brewers like okay anheuser-busch yeah. we think about budweiser but absolutely anheuser-busch brewing right yeah um i was thinking about naming my first kid and anheuser i think you anheuser. should you think yes. i mm -hmm. don't know well <laughs> we're, we might be or maybe riesling i don't know <laughs> riesling rogers Riesl it? oh my that god that's actually nice pretty good ring. that's yeah, pretty good it does so, so yeah named mm -hmm. so named after his initials and, yes. and very successful too that was a very popular place to go it was yeah we had uh it was it was a fun time of course owning a small business as we know is very stressful oh yeah and, um, and especially during the pandemic too. yes so then the pandemic happened and um you know obviously business was slow during that time our distribution kind of went up because we did can actually but we didn't oh, own awesome. our own canning line so we used a mobile canner which was more expensive as you can imagine we're paying people to come in and can the price of supplies goes up our tap room sales go down because we can't right. be open selling people pints of beer at the bar um so it was a struggle for sure and um 
you know, we got approached uh, about uh, Tennessee Hills who, yeah. who wanted to purchase and we talked with them for a while and it seemed like a good timing for us, good timing for them. It was keeping the brewery open in that location, which was cool. And um, the location is awesome. And if you'll tell everyone yeah. where the location is, yes, it's, it's the um, Brewstillery now. Now it is Tennessee Hills Brewstillery and right. it's 458 West Walnut Street, which is where JRH Brewing was. And they have um, actually done a beautiful job. They've, they've, they've really uh, put some money into the building and, and, um, a brand new parking lot which was a big obstacle for us yeah yeah um anyway it, it looks beautiful and i think they're going to do great there they're planning on expanding even bigger they have big plans which is i good. talked to the owner i went to tennessee oh, hills you? i went there uh last weekend there was a festival in jonesboro oh, yeah. i love jonesboro Steven, jonesboro. is that who you talked yeah. to oh my god just yeah. the nicest people super nice they have very big plans to expand mm-hmm. kind of across east tennessee which is yes. nice the thing I love about this and why we're doing this is, I mean, if, like if you're looking at this and be like, okay, Jill and Andrew are just having an excuse to drink beer. Really? A, <laughs> right. yes, yes. But, but B, I find it so imperative and important that, uh, that you have to find fun in your life and you have to have hobbies. So as medical providers, it gets very stressful. I find too, I have not worked in the hospital setting, um, rotated in the hospital setting, but, um, during the pandemic stress went up and mm-hmm. you feel like, uh, I feel like a majority of our days, if you're a good empathetic provider, which we all are here at performance medicine, we really care how you feel and we right. think about it and it leads with us. So to have hobbies and, and other interests and mm-hmm. fun, having beer is, and we're going to talk a little bit about health of beer too. So we're going to, we're going to go into some medicine too, but it's it's fun it's sociable it's gathering with people and i think that is very important for your health to get outdoors and meet people we are social creatures Mm -hmm. so you you and john created such an atmosphere for people even to people i know brought their dogs yeah for sure we did and we did have uh we had a a great sense of community in the brewery um uh, from people you know kind of prided ourselves on being the tree streets you know hang out yes, really we yes. a lot of people who lived in the tree streets but um but yeah we did it and we did a lot of giving back to the community we did a lot of fundraisers there we did you know as john is a type one diabetic as well we yeah. did a lot of fundraisers for juvenile diabetes a research foundation huge. Oh, um huge. yeah we really did and we enjoyed that part of it a lot so we do miss our 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 regulars i guess i would call them yeah yeah so we do we, we miss seeing them we made a lot of good friends along the way so we'll make them performance medicine regulars so you right. can steal. So, so Jill promises that if you come to PM, <laughs> she'll give you a beer at the end of the day. There you go. <laughs> oh my so, God. Dad's going to kill me. So no, yes. and, uh, but so now we're going to talk a little bit more about beer. Cause I'll tell you whenever I think on the totem pole of alcohol, cause I get asked this all the time. And so I, I looked up some stuff. What's the real benefit of alcohol? So I was like, if you're looking at it clinically, it's there is no benefit you're th- you'd rather not drink than drink if you're going to choose and you're going to be a robot and not do anything to your gut to your body that you don't want to that you right. think is unhealthy there's not much but jill has found a nugget for beer that we're going to share today <laughs> right so uh we had the podcast in the youtube about me going to the a4m conference mm-hmm. um and i got to meet uh the writer of this book called healthy bones healthy you which book? Uh, yes if you'll share the book sure. i pretended to be the, the one healthy that cared about you. bones i was like <laughs> um our our provider jill she just came on from orthopedics and she's an osteoporosis specialist and uh the writer of this book talks a little bit about um, calcium and vitamin D and the importance of bone health and screenings, but you found a nugget about 
beer. I did. Beer and bones and Bristol. I did. So what, That's right. So That's what do right. we got? What do we got? So, it, you know, in this book, she talks about all of the uh, the different elements that are important for bone health and some that you mentioned. And um, in addition to that was silicon, silicon. which is um, not just element. something for breast augmentation. <laughs> I'm, no. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's silicone. Silicone, not silicon. S- right. Or silicon, I guess we could say. So we can I think it? you're right. Silicon. Sil- silicon Valley. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's oh, spelled the same. Is that not? Okay. I don't know. Maybe it is. I'm grasping at straws. Mm. <laughs> we haven't had anything to drink, I promise. <laughs> no. Okay. But silicon plays a key role in bone formation by stimulating osteoblasts, which are actually the bone building cells, where okay. osteoclasts are breaking down bone, osteoblasts are building bone. And um, to also add on that, she said, and this is something I didn't know, uh, that silicon's beneficial effects are boosted by estrogen. So another... Another reason yeah. to think about hormone replacement therapy Absolutely. as you're losing estrogen and you're losing bone mass. Replacing that is actually supporting silicon as well. But beer actually was the number one thing that had the highest rate of silicon per serving size. And on top of that, it was actually an IPA. No way. Yes, it was. So the hoppier, the, the hoppier, the better. You're right. The hoppier, the right? better. Is IPAs are a little yes. bit. Yes, IPAs are. Hops. Yes, they do. Okay. They have more hops as a originally when it was created as a preservative basically to to, to go through uh europe and then oh. the style kind of stayed it was more flavorful um hops have a whole variety of flavors we could do a whole show lots of shows on hops i mean this is going to be they, a regular thing they, we're going to make this a thing. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you because there's so many different flavors and aromas and you know just things that you can get from the hops and when you add them and you know, in the boil or in, or as a dry, the list goes on and on and on. Yeah. But anyway, IPAs are pretty fascinating on their own. But that was the style of beer that actually had the highest amount of silicon, which was 41.2 milligrams per two beers or one liter. You know, a lot of times in Europe, they measure it in liters. Right. So, um, but that's really cool. Yeah. And then and all beers were listed in here, actually. And then oh just a God, standard yeah, ale, oh. a lager, a light lager. She even talks about non-alcoholic beer has some silicon in it. 16.3. So even if you didn't want the alcohol and you had something, you know, non-alcoholic, which is available a lot more these days. They have a lot of options um, for non-alcoholic beer. And I do like that, too, because a lot of what I find fascinating or interesting about beer is the social aspect. And mm-hmm. that's to my brother Ben, the true host of Outside the Box, loves beer. Oh God, Ben loves beer. <laughs> he loves uh, uh, um, uh, yeehaw. You. He's a yeehaw you told dunkle. Me dunkle. He's you told a me yeehaw that, I think dunkle. Once before. So he's getting plenty of silicon. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's kidding. His bones are blasting right now. They are They're stronger than ever. On high blast. It has wine on here too. So as okay. for an interesting comparison, four ounces of red wine would have 0.85 milligrams of silicon. Whereas an IPA, a one liter, that's two beers. But even if you just had one beer, you had one pint, let's say 16 ounces, it'd be like 20, okay. 20 milligrams. That's so, so it's pretty interesting. So we have found a positive with beer too. Yes, we have. Whenever we're thinking about alcohol too, and you're rating them on the list of drink this, don't drink this. Usually what comes up first on the, if you're going to choose what to drink, this is what you should choose. It's usually a vodka, the least inflammatory, a white tequila is very low on the inflammation because of the sourcing of the alcohol, Mm -hmm. um, what's fermented. And then red wine is associated with the, we talked about this on the podcast with nutrition, is mm-hmm. that the Mediterranean diet, they a lot, a lot of centurions do drink red wine regularly. Right. Um, and, and a lot of that's the resveratrol, mm-hmm. a good antioxidant. So uh, regardless, we have found some positives about some beers and, and brews yeah. in Bristol. And mm-hmm. so we're going to do, 
We're going to do a little taste testing right now because I think it'd be fun and, and any excuse, right? That's right. So if you'll take us through, we've chosen, Jill has, I, if it were just me, it would probably be six fat tires. So like, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm well, just, I will be honest with you. You know what? I, I have a lot of different beers at home. Yeah. I had even more different, like a different variety. Than this. Okay. I literally just opened up the refrigerator and thought, let me get six beers that are going to be very different in flavor and color and, uh, and aroma. And that way we really can kind of test our palates. Let's test our palates. Okay. Where are we starting? So we're going to start actually with a German Pilsner, okay. which is going to be the lightest of the beers that we have today. Um, so Pilsner is, um, you know, the color of beer comes from the malt. Do you know that? I didn't. No, I didn't. Yes. So the color of beer comes from the malt and how it's roasted. So you've got, you know, your basic um, malt, brewer's malt is is a lighter colored beer. Uh, malt and so this one is going to have some basic malts in it when you start going to things like let's say dunkel right that's yeah. going to be a roasted malt that's still a lager um like you think about um american lagers are budweiser okay Coors light that's I a did. light lager <laughs> okay and so I people sometimes same. think i don't like lagers but i like dunkel they don't realize it's a lager because it's dark. They they think that it's a different Almost style like a of beer. stout or something. Right, but, okay. it, but it's not actually. It's what just is a, dark a lager, lager so, again? Just like, what does that so mean? So there's two really different styles of beer, ales and lagers. Okay. It has to do with um, the yeast that's fermenting them and at what temperature. Got so it. So there's ale fermenting yeast. There's lager fermenting yeast. Lagers ferment for a longer period of time at a cooler temperature. And then the ales ferment for a shorter period of time, usually at a warmer temperature. Got it. Then there's some crossovers too, of okay. course. But still. That's the main thing. Shall we? So, yes, this, this is a Pilsner. So, this is going to be easy drinking, crisp. Oh, that is crisp. Yeah. That feels a very uh, refreshing. It doesn't feel heavy. Right. Yeah. And um, and this is what brand is this? So, this is We're actually. Not sponsored. No, we are not. We are not. But this is actually a German Pilsner. This is classic. This is Wursteiner. Um, they've been around for a long time. Wow. 1753, it says on this bottle. What, what does so Pilsner this mean? This is going to be, this is just the style of beer. Style, so, okay. Mm -hmm, yeah, so um, when you think about different styles of beer, I mean, there's lots of them and they keep growing, you know, but um, you can look at something called like, uh, a good tool for that would be the Beer Judge Certification Program, which is called BJCP. Mm -hmm. You can download it in an app. And you can look at different styles of beer. So you have an idea, like, if you're like, well, Pilsner, how should that taste? This is probably a classic uh, representation of one. And it will give you a rundown. This is how it should look. This is what it should taste like. These are some examples. So when you're tasting beer, you have an idea. Like some people, you know, taste an IPA. Oh, it's awful. But they don't r understand really how the hops should taste. So right. if you're just like if you thinking you were going to drink water and coffee was in your cup, you would be taken aback exactly yeah so exactly. if you know what to expect you're going to enjoy the flavor more. and that is a lot of the time too is like do you feel like people have to get used to a taste oh sure okay. yeah yeah they have to get used to it and um you know if it's bitter the more you drink it of course the more you're going to enjoy the flavor versus yeah. something that's sweet just and that's overall so yeah so this is it. an easy drinking this would be a great style for summer yeah um i like yeah. that i like that okay yeah perfect okay, okay so we have done a, a lager. We've done a lighter lager. Well, this is a Pilsner. Pilsner. Well, it's, it is it is a lager. You're right. But it's a Pilsner, Pilsner style. Pilsner what I Pilsner would say. Pilsner style beer. <laughs> but it is, yes, it is a lager yeast. It is lager. I am such a vodka soda girl. That's okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Call me basic, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's go okay. to the next one. Okay. I'm ready. Okay. All right. So the next one we're going to do is, I think we want to go. No, let's open this one. Let's go with the Wheat Ale. So this is the summer wheat ale so it's going to be 
obviously it's an ale. It's going to be uh, fermented with an ale yeast. And this has wheat in it, which is kind of like if you've ever seen Blue Moon. What, Blue Moon? That's uh -huh. one of the most you know common ones that you see. That's a wheat beer. Oh. So it does have a specific flavor. Okay. Um, and a lot of times citrus. they serve these with citrus. Yep, yeah. they add citrus to it because they, the hop can give it a little citrusy flavor. But the flavor in the wheat um, creates... It's, a different smell. You can smell that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. You can smell the silicon in that. <laughs> That's right. You, you can. See your, you My feel bones your bones just, getting whew. stronger as you, yes. as you can smell it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Mm -hmm. Okay. That, yeah, I, now I'll tell you, I think I like the taste of that a yeah. little bit more. This is a little more robust of a flavor. Yes. Um, sometimes if you get some wheat beers that are from it, that are like built, well, wheat beers, and then there's like a um, Bavarian huh. style wheat beer which yeah. is going to be fermented with a different type of yeast and it'll have even more kind of uh, robust flavors and smells which it's is pretty cool really good really yeah. good so if you are gluten intolerant you don't do these correct 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 and uh, there are gluten-free beers unfortunately none of these are gluten-free <laughs> listen no we'll deal with the consequences yeah later, okay, none of these are gluten-free no but two that's okay so we're gonna but, run out of cups so i'm going to okay yes i'll pour that yep yeah we'll, we'll do, do that is it important to cleanse your palate like before you know how sometimes it's like smelling perfumes like you cleanse oh you, yeah you know, for sure or even to like eating crackers between wine tastings exactly and so i'm gonna yeah so, so barely sit now do, do you do pinkies up for that okay sure. yeah, okay yeah so that's not a beer sure oh. you do no like, that's it that's, that's a, any this is the correct way tea coffee water i'm gonna rinse oh. my cup a little bit too yes. I'll have some oh water. okay I'm rinsing yeah the cup rinse, rinse your like cup that. okay so on to the next. What are we thinking okay. next? We so have now we are going with, um, we are going to go with, this. now this is a lager too, actually. But this one is flavored with lime and salt. Okay. So as opposed to, beachy, you know, very if beachy. you like Corona, you know, that's, that's a Mexican yes. lager. This is a yes. Mexican lager. This is Modelo. And Modelo also comes in amber. Amber is just a darker roasted malt. It's still a lager, but it's a darker roasted malt, kind of like a Vienna lager or like if you like yingling, that's a lager, but it's got a darker roast. So you get a little more flavor, a little more caramely malt kind of flavors. Yes. Um, but anyway, so this one is a standard lager, but with lime and salt added. So like if you have Corona mm. and you put your lime and salt on the side, this is already included. Oh, you can. Yeah. I keep saying you can smell all this stuff. You can uh, you smell can. the citrus. You can smell the lime. The li this is really lime heavy. Oh, I love. I love lime. Like, okay, then you're going to love I it. I like lamp. I do. <laughs> I love it. Okay. You're going to love it. Oh. Whew. It's limey, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, that <laughs> is very lime. And mm -hmm. salty. And salty. Yeah. So salt isn't necessarily bad. Everybody, and this is even another podcast for another show for another time, but people, all, people like say, oh, salt's bad for you. Oh, salt's going to be hard on your arteries. It's not. It's the type of salt, but you can definitely taste the salt in that i i like that this does i yeah. associate it with places this is definitely the beach the beach oh this for sure it's kind of i mean it reminds me of margarita for sure i feel like okay so i feel like okay this is a this is a it's more afternoon of, party mm -hmm. this it's is more a, of a beer kind of tastes like a beer type of, of this is a baseball game oh i can see that this is a baseball game yeah. with a beer yeah and now 
we're on the beach. Now you're on the, the beach. beach with Absolutely. I, do I would like probably that. have enough glasses that we don't have to do that. No, what's okay? We have three more to taste, which I'm very excited about. Now yes. we're kind of starting lighter and starting to go darker. Okay. Well, I can't, this is kind of on a flavor scale more so than light to dark, because you can have some beers that are that are light that are super flavorful, or if you think about putting an IPA in front of a stout, if the IPA is really heavy on hops, it's going to be super bitter. It's going to be really hard for you to enjoy, like a dry Irish stout or an oatmeal right. stout, which is going to be a little bit sweeter. Just like when you think about going from dry to sweet and wines, you know. Right. Uh, so right, you right, want right. it. So, so so that's a lot of times really what you're thinking about more so than color. Okay. Oh. But, you know, so color is one of the things. Color, aroma, you know, you're also looking at um, the... Um, the can. Look how yeah, colorful the can. this, this can is. This is pretty, right? Look how pretty that is. And um, this is kind of a newer style of beer here. Okay. This is a smoothie style of sour ale and it does have some um some fruit added in it actually and it has milk sugar which means that they add lactose to it Interesting. so and that's for mouthfeel yeah so for mouthfeel for mouthfeel so if you think in your mouth yeah so if you think about the liquid feeling very thin or feeling thick or does it feel you know, because you actually, you, you like something that's a little lingering. And, well, it depends on what your what You're your right. feel is. The same thing when you think about with, with wine, really. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So Almost our coffee, too, I think. Can yeah. you bite into coffee? I always For say sure. I like coffee that you can bite into. For sure. And you always want to think about the head, too. You know, actually, you want to have a good... Some people think you shouldn't have head on a beer, but you should. Okay. Because that's part of the and experience. that's the frothy. That, yes. That's okay. the, the bubbly. So the these bubbly. are all okay. CO2 beers. You know, you can get nitro beers, too. But um, and the difference. So is it one literally is, what's coming off? Yeah, it's either carbonated with CO two or it's nitrogenated with nitrogen. Yeah. So like if you go to the bar, most bars have Guinness, right? And those are usually right. nitrogenated beers. So it's a smaller bubble. It's going to be um, a, like a kind of a smoother mouthfeel. You get you think about you can get nitro pours on coffee and too. coffee at Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. So you know how that feels, yeah. kind of in your mouth. That uh-huh. mouthfeel that you get. That's what's created so from the nitrogen. Cool. Where the CO two is going to be a little more sparkly. It's a bigger bubble. It's going to have more aroma. Now, that is very fruity. That's yes. Definitely this is really fruity. Okay. And this is, um, so, and this style, I mean, sky's the limit, really. I mean, you can have all different flavors of fruit. You can oh, have, um, you know, so this is almost like a mimosa. Dang, that is good. Yeah. Holy Okay, yeah. I really like that. Okay, so I know exactly what you're saying about mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. It, it's almost pulpy. Not really. I can't taste a pulp, but if, right. if you had a lingering, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's good. It's I'll good. check my blood sugar. I was going to say, it may not be the best for no. your blood sugar. <laughs> but too, so that's actually something too, a lesson that I was taught going into, uh, coming out of high school, going into college, is that when people with diabetes are approaching alcohols in general, mm-hmm. My Indo said it to me this way. He's like, okay, Andy, so I know you drink. And I was 18. So I was like, of course not. No. He says, mm-hmm. When you do, he says, you do not give insulin and you eat when you drink. Because the danger is that being intoxicated can also mimic what it looks like if you have a low blood sugar. Right. So actually, the firm, the the acetaldehyde that comes from from the alcohol that you're drinking can lower your blood sugar. So most often, I don't know right. if John does the same thing. I you, Rarely do I bolus for alcohols. I no. usually eat Definitely, with yeah, definitely. And definitely if not the first beverage, like if he's having one beverage, mm-hmm. he's not going to give anything during that. Cause like you said, it can lower it. And you're, mm-hmm. and two, it also produces or prevents your liver from producing some glucagon at that right. time. So yeah. Right. Go- okay. That's good, right. That's this, good. this, this, Holy this, this is what, what? I think about as Guava. if I'm going to think about 
a mimosa like beer, this would be what I would think about. That is you good. Th- you see what I mean? Oh, with that? a mimosa. Yes, a mimosa but better than a beer. mimosa. It's I'm, good. I'm topping this. Yeah, up. go ahead. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. I'm kidding. Ooh, <laughs> that is good. That you liked uh, beer. See, he. I do. I thought I. I thought see? I did. I told you. You just I haven't found the, the particular top that you like. We can't show this to Robin because I told her I was going completely gluten free. Okay. Yeah. I'm totally not. Right no. Now. Not today. To, we'll not start today. Monday. Okay. You know what? Tomorrow's a new day. That's right. Yes. So now we are going to an IPA, which is what we talked about. Had the most okay. silicon. Um, and this one actually is not as hoppy as some of the other ones that I've had. Um, but it's good and it's actually a lighter calorie one. So this one is only 95 calories actually. And it's a beautiful can. It's a cute can. And this is a session IPA. So what that means is, and you can see how a little bit darker color it is. That's from the roast, from the malts. Okay. So you roast the malts, just like you think about roasting coffee beans to get the flavors that you want. If you have a caramely kind of amber colors, you're going to get more caramel flavor, more toasty kind of, um, even buttery maybe flavors, toffee, nut. And then when you go all the way to a dark porter or stout, you're going to be more bitter, more coffee, more chocolate. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Got it. Let's try this IPA. So, yep. Oh, so you can smell yep. the hops in there. I can smell the hops. This is not a super citrusy hop mm-hmm. in this one. Okay, that's good. This is what I imagine. This is like, oh, I feel like I'm drinking beer. Right. You know, mm-hmm. that kind of, that. but so good. Yeah, so it's good. good. I it's still got a good flavor. Yeah, coming the, from the, whew, coming from the sour ale. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, this is a lot different, but, God, but that's good. good. Mm-hmm. But that's good. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's round it out. We're now right. going to the dark. We're going we to are. the porters. We're going to, to and, and this is a coffee porter. Can we do this in honor of JRH? Can we do it? Oh, we, yes, please do. We should. We should please do. I brought those, JRH. yes, for nostalgia, and then he almost didn't use it. So this is a seasonal that Highland does. Um, this is one of my favorite coffee beers. I mean, all stouts have a little bit of a coffee flavor just because of the roast. But th- this one is is oh. much more powerful in that coffee flavor up front, which I think you'll love since you're a coffee. I do. I do love coffee. Coffee lover. Oh, yeah, but I see the head now. Yes. I and you see coffee. the darker in the color of the head. And that's just coming from the malts, too. So okay. it should have more of a, as opposed to a white head it's going to have that more beige now do you let it settle is that what you're supposed to do do you have to mm-hmm. let that or you can just no. go in and go right no for you it. just go for it i mean if you've got a big you know a really thick pour you may not want to do that but when you pour a beer really it should you know you could start with the the cup tilted which a lot of people do but when you finish it you actually want to be pouring in the middle so that you've got some head that comes up because the aroma is coming from the bubbles okay and that's okay. part of the whole the whole thing the aroma the smell the uh, the appearance, the color, and then the the mouthfeel. See, that's such a nice reminder to take your time. That's a mindfulness practice. It is. Take yeah. your time, especially to, not just with alcohols, beers, wine, but taste your food. Right. How often are we shoveling food into our mouth and not actually mm-hmm. tasting it? It's meant to, that smell. That's how they flavor foods is through smells. That's right. a book called The Doritos Effect. Mark Schatzker goes into how you make a chip taste like a taco. And then he goes into the uh, obesity epidemic, but whatever, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> right. Okay, cheers to our last cheers. beer. Let's see. Cheers. Let's see. Now that is chocolatey and dessert. Mm-hmm. This tastes like dessert. Mm-hmm. This is a great one to end on because it yeah, tastes like dessert. It does, you're right. Yes, yeah. thick. So you could definitely, yeah, I could see this one mm. for... Yeah, for dessert. Yeah, like a dessert beer or something. Too. This feels very holiday to me. Oh yeah, that for sure. Holiday. And this definitely is a win- more oh, of a wintertime beer. Yeah. Okay. This is a wintertime beer that they Seasonal come out with. Thunderstruck coffee yep. pour. Mm-hmm. That was so much fun. I'm we went through that fun. quickly. We did. This is to illustrate too. So, 
Yeah, we might have some minerals coming off of beer too that can help support bones and osteoblasts. Alcohol, it, it seems like, okay, why is performance medicine talking about alcohol? I think too, if anything, you've, you've got to have interests. You got to have a hobby. Like you got to support local and mm-hmm. two, be sociable and go hang out with people. There are non-alcoholic versions oh, of yes. all these beers. If you feel like going mm-hmm. out, it is so important as social creatures to be amongst your community. And I'm just so glad we had something like JRH for a long time too. Yeah. And Thank two, you. the uh, community, the medical community too, mm-hmm. us PAs have to stick together. Both Jill and John are both PAs right. and have mm-hmm. this business and yep. are our beer experts. This is so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, okay. Any parting words before we go on to our next one? Um, no. Cheers to a good holiday weekend. Yes. Oh, yeah. Hey, Memorial Day. Cheers to a great holiday weekend. Um, we're so thankful to have you in Bristol. Thank you. Um, and we'll continue to do this and do some more fun stuff. Remember, go and have fun. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.